welcome to episode 143 of the Startcast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, Ewan Roxburgh, and I'm joined today by my fellow gamers, James. Hello. And Brody. Hello. Strap yourselves in, folks. This episode will be dedicated to everything E3. Uh, James, Brody, and myself are going to be talking about our favorite announcements from each conference, our picks for best conference, and our individual game of the show. Are you guys excited? E3, it's over <laughs> yeah, for 2018. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> God, what, a little, <laughs> what little sleep we all have. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it was good, wasn't it? Overall, E3 was, was pretty good this year, yeah? It was pretty solid, yeah. Yeah, I was saying, like, on Twitter, I feel like nothing was really disappointing that I watched, but I didn't watch Square. Um, but everything else was good, so. Yeah. I think, like, most of the announcements from this E3 we kind of already knew about, but we were saying that, like, in the weeks going into it, right, that everything was kind of leaking, and um, we're seeing, like, seeing announcements that were made two, three, sometimes even three years ago, kind of finally kind of coming to fruition. Mm. Um, so we kind of lost that surprise factor to a large extent, but... Uh, there were still some surprises, so we're going to get stuck into that. Um, let's begin... Uh, I'm just going to run through this in like chronological order, like with how the conferences ran. Um, so we started things off on Sunday with EA. Um, Brody, what was what was your favourite announcement at the EA conference? Yeah, I found EA to be pretty predictable for the most part. We knew what they were going to show, but um, uh-huh. I, uh, I think one of their strengths in the last couple of years has been their EA Originals program. Mm-hmm. Um, like a way out this year was was really good, and um, so I was keen to see what they were going to offer in that respect. And um, I can't remember the developer now. I feel bad. I think it's Jopay or something like that. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, that that's right. Uh, Jomay maybe. I'm not sure, but either way, Jomay. That sounds yeah. better. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they're doing a game called Sea of Solitude, which I think looks looks really good. It's very artsy tackle some heavier subject matter you know mm. we're all into that sort of thing so it's all about loneliness right like it loneliness is and isolation and i relate to that at a very deep level so don't as we all do we're humans we're yeah. humans <laughs> um so yeah I'm, I'm pretty keen to see that yeah i agree that looks neat um does the other ea original games stand out to you brody of course being of unravel 2 available now or as of the conference no no i wouldn't have thought so <laughs> James, what were you most excited about? I think that um, I'm, I've changed mine like the last five minutes. So, oh, um, Ooh, plot basically, twist. it's like I, I just was really looking for when I bought Battlefront Two. I was really excited to play all the like prequel movie stuff, uh-huh. um, and EA announcing they're finally bringing like you know Obi Wan, Anakin, um, Padme, Grievous, and all that kind of stuff. To, uh-huh. Did they say Padme? I think they did. <laughs> did they? I oh, thought so. Sorry, so it was Padme. Um, but yeah, like I'm pretty keen to like play all that stuff because I do still play Battlefront. I still get matches, so um, yeah, I'm pretty keen for that. Here's a question for you, James. Should I sure. get Battlefront <clears> 2? <throat> I'm a massive Star Wars fan, as you know. Really enjoyed um, the first Battlefront, but I just never got around to getting Battlefront 2, despite being excited for it. Like, Do you think it's worth doing now? Pro- I don't know. Like, I feel bad making people pay money for it, You know, recommending people to buy it, because I'm not really sure, sure what the populations are like right now. Um, I don't know if this announcement would have added anything to it either, but right, I liked it. Like I, <laughs> but I liked the first one. I just thought it didn't have enough. You know, you know what? You know what? I think we need to do, James. I think you need to play Fortnite and then tell me how it compares and tell me which one I should go with. I think I don't need to do that, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, yeah. But 
Sure, I'll <laughs> let you know, I guess. Uh, well, as for myself, in a Star Wars sort of vein, I was very excited to see um, Vince Zampello just in the crowd, kind of willing to talk a bit about what Respawn were up to. Um, I love the sort of premise of what is called Jedi Fallen Order. Um, I think it's setting sort of in between episodes three and four um, with, uh, you know, like Order 66 or like chasing down all the Jedis. Um think is really cool um but uh i think for me like the one i'm most excited for like if i'm gonna give that honor mention was um was battlefield 5 like i'm just really excited about this game like all the messaging for it is like coming off really strong they've clearly listened to the community a lot um the fact that you don't have to pay for premium that they're keeping like the war stories um i love that they're adding a battle royale mode as you guys know i'm a bit of a fan of those at the moment um yeah, yeah, surprise, surprise. So, uh, yeah, really looking forward to Battlefield Five. I reckon it looks awesome. So, uh, moving on to Xbox then. Uh, James, what was your favorite Xbox announcement? wasn't really an Xbox announcement. You guys can probably guess which one it is. Um, I was just really, <laughs> really excited to hear about Devil May Cry 5 finally being confirmed. Um, mm. Was it surprising as... to you that that was during the Xbox conference? Yeah, yeah. Yes, definitely. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't really expect to see anything like from a Japanese developer or publisher at Xbox. <clears throat> um, mm. We got heaps. Xbox got quite a diverse showing. Um, mm. Yeah, it was just uh, yeah, like it's a game that I've heard so many rumors about for literally about three to four years, um, <clears throat> and it's just really exciting to finally see it actually exists and it's coming together. And it's not even like that far away. Um, mm. I think the trailer was pretty good. Like, a, like as a fan, I'm excited. But like, I think I don't know if you guys could agree or not. But the trailer was pretty cool. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, just I just love Devil May Cry, and I just feel like there hasn't been a good proper one since, like, say Bayonetta came out. And I just want to see like how that game has changed since Bayonetta came out. If that makes sense. Yeah. I'm going to ask you a, a similar sort of question to the last one I asked you. Um, as someone who's never played Devil May Cry, like, do you think this is worth <laughs> worth getting into? And where's the best sort of like entry point? It's really hard now because the first game was like 2003, I think, uh, um, or 2004. So that's like pretty so old. So like PS2 we're talking? Yeah. Yes, yeah. it was PS2, yeah. Um, and they're all on PS4 now. Like they've been remastered. Okay, all right. Um, so you can play every game now on PS4 or Xbox One. Yeah. Um, but, like, even going back to the first one, as much as I loved it, like, I feel like a lot of, like, newer players and stuff probably wouldn't be able to appreciate it as much. Um, but, like, Devil May Cry 3, which is still PS2, that, I still think that's, like, super playable. Mm. And because it's a prequel, you don't really need to play anything before it. Yeah. And... Um, even the reboot I thought was fine, but obviously this one that just came that's coming out carries on from the main series. So uh-huh. yeah, like if you like action games, like I don't see why not. Like they're just really cool and super stylish without being try hard, mm. <laughs> if that makes sense. Mm. Um, yeah. And Brody, what about yourself? Um, I tried to make an effort not to pick any of the games because they did bring a lot of games, but um, my. What? Well, I'm saying Xbox brought a lot of games to their conference, but right. so the thing that stood out to me most was the fact that they've like bought a lot of uh, studios. Yeah, like they've bought bought a lot of independent studios to like have under their Xbox banner to like sort of uh, boost their uh, first party lineup going forward. So um, obviously they bought out Playground Games. Uh, like, what do they do again? Mm. They do Forza, don't they? 
Horizon. Yeah, Forza Horizon, they're, yeah. They're working on like an open world game. Which yeah, which is everyone, probably, probably Fable, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, and they bought Undead Labs, which do like State of Decay. They obviously bought Ninja Theory, which I'm like really excited about because yeah. I'm a big fan of Hellblade, obviously. And uh, I, I, it's a bit underrated, but I liked uh, Enslaved. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a good game. And I think, who was the fourth one they bought? Did they buy Compulsion? Um, who was the... Yes. Is that yeah, the developers Compulsion. of We Happy Few? Yeah, Compulsion. Yeah, Compulsion. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So I, I think all of those studios are really solid. So um, it's just good for Xbox, I guess, to show that they're, they're committed to first party. They're endeavoring to like going to put out more high quality games because earlier in the year, obviously when God of War came out, they said that's something they need to address and they've taken steps to do that. So I think that's a, a very good move. Yeah. And I think what's important to note here is that although like a lot of these developers, um, with obvious exception as well, um, haven't done like necessarily huge AAA games, um, now that they're sort of within um, Xbox Studios and they're going to be getting those bigger budgets, like we can expect to see those sort of bigger titles from them, right? Like yeah. we're not going to I mean, continue seeing like smaller sort of indie games coming through. Like these are going to be bigger sort of grander games that we see from these yeah. studios now. And I mean, we've seen what Ninja Theory can do on a relatively small budget oh, with gosh. Hellblade. So yeah. imagine what they could do if they get like, you know, millions of dollars funneled into their yeah. studio. It's going to be pretty exciting. And I think they, along with buying those, didn't they announce that they're opening a studio? Like they're opening... Uh, a yes, yeah. the initiative, yeah, the, the, it's called. Yeah. Yeah. Like and with, it's uh, headed by a Crystal Dynamics um, senior staff member who left them last year, I think. Mm. So the people yeah. who did those Tomb Raider games, well, the modern ones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're mm. going to be talking about like our favorite conference later on, but a really strong showing from Xbox, I think. Um, and they're definitely uh, definitely up there. Uh, as for myself, i really hard to pick. Like, i got to give an honorable mention to Horizon 4 for being set in the UK. Um, obviously my birthplace, so shout out to the motherland. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's just like, I'm excited about Halo Infinite. I was playing CE last night and oh my gosh, so good. Um, Dying Light 2 was a big surprise as well. Like, just seeing that as, like, seeing gameplay from that was awesome. Um, but I got to give it to, to, um, Cyberpunk 2077. Um, trailer was awesome. Like, it was just, like, oozing with those Blade Runner vibes. Um, I just loved everything about it. Um, and, uh, obviously CD, CD Projekt Red are just unbelievable. Um, The Witcher 3 was my favorite game, um, of the year when it came out. And yeah, I just cannot wait to see what they do next. Unfortunately, I think it's probably going to be some time before we see that game. Um, but you guys excited for that one as well? No? Are you dead ass? No, wait, okay. No, wait, no, no, wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I am. Um, but like, I think I might have even said it to you before you and like, I don't, the trailer wasn't really like it was in engine, but I didn't really feel it was like gameplay. Sure, um, no, it wasn't gameplay. And I really thought it was like a Watch Dogs or something for the first few <laughs> moments of the trailer. I it and could have um, been. yeah, especially because like yes. they hacked the conference, right? Like there was all like the, uh, the yeah, code coming yeah, up true, on the screen true. and all that. Yeah. Um, I I just like I think. I'm I'm gonna play it, and I reckon it's gonna be really good. And I like that it's not just The Witcher, but like in a different setting. You know, like it's a first person shooter almost. Uh-huh. Um, but I just want to wait and see some gameplay. I guess. Sure. Um, 
I do like, like, one thing I will give them is, like, I really like that it's not, like, Leon, you said it had Blade Runner vibes, but I didn't really feel like it did at all. Oh. But I still feel like it was cyberpunk, just not that cyber, like, when everyone thinks of cyberpunk, they think of, like, Blade Runner or, like, nighttime mm. kind of neon lights. It was quite and, colourful. Like, Altered carbon and bright, stuff. Though, yeah, this it? is, yeah. this is, like, still, yeah, cyberpunk, but, like, it's the cyberpunk that isn't done to death or cliche now, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, which I think is really cool. Um, I I really can't wait to play it, but like I just feel like it's so far away. Like, yeah, it's very from hard from to what I'm hearing excited. from like behind closed doors sort of play sessions and stuff, though, um, is that it does like it is really making quite an impact. I don't know, I don't know if yeah. people are actually getting hands up with themselves or if they're watching it being played. Um, they're watching, and it. it's obviously in first person as well, which people have talked about. That's been people um, are angry about that. People like, are I don't really, really understand angry about that. that. And it's like, well, it's cares? just different, right? Like people are scared of things that are different. But I, I think, think it makes sense for the setting of this game. Like I, I just I think, saw a yeah. tweet. I can't remember who it was. I gotta start crediting these tweets that I see. But like comparing it to The Witcher, like Witcher is full of open spaces, right? And this is going to be in an urban uh, urban space. Like, well, they have said this game is different. like is vertically big rather than, like, a big sprawling big like The Witcher is. Mm. Um, so, mm. like, every building you can enter and go up and stuff. Yeah, like, that's so I think cool. it's I think that just works better. I just don't... Mm. I think people may be scared it's a shooter, whereas yeah. I feel like this is just going to be an RPG that happens to be have first-person shooter elements, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I hope those, uh, those first-person shooting mechanics, like, are nice and fluid because... It's, it's, I yeah, it's their first shooter, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, as far as I know. Um, anyhow, we got heaps more conferences to talk about. So let's move on to the next one. That was, of course, Bethesda. Uh, Brody, what excited you the most about the Bethesda conference? Uh, they had a lot of stuff that excited me, but I think the thing that made me most like sort of get hype because I, Mm. I did, I didn't feel like it was too far away. Might be like Doom Eternal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a big rep for uh, Doom and like. I think Mick Gordon coming back mm. for the uh, soundtrack, which only got me more in the mood as the trailer sort of rolled on. Yeah. And the fact that it's like hell on earth as well yeah. is really exciting. So I'm very keen for more Doom. Yeah, me too, man. I'm right there with you. Um, that being said, I think Fallout 76 looks awesome. I've always wanted like a, a Bethesda Game Studio title like set within or like just kind of opened up for multiplayer. Um, as much as I've enjoyed like Fallout games in the past and an Elder Scrolls game, like I feel I've always felt that having a friend alongside me, sort of going through those experiences together, um, would have made me enjoy the game so much more. Uh, and I love that they're they're finally doing that with Fallout seventy six. Um, what about yourself, James? What's your favorite Bethesda announcement? Um, tough one. Which one is that? A tough one. No, a little bit. I like I, I'm super keen for Doom. Mm. Um, I wonder if, like, the Hell on Earth thing, that'll, like, kind of... Remember when they said they rebooted Doom? Like, it was originally a Hell on Earth thing, and they kind of scrapped it because it was not working. Mm. Um, yeah, but I'm sure it'll be good. Um, the thing that surprised me the most, I guess, was, like, Wolfenstein Youngblood looks pretty cool. Uh-huh. Um, you play as BJ's kids, I think. They're twins. Yeah. Um, co-op-based shooter. Um, the thing that, I guess, struck me the most about it was it looks like... Because it takes place in the 80s in Paris... Um, it looked a bit like synthy, like almost kind of going for those Stranger Things kind of vibes. <laughs> How can it look um, synthy? <laughs> it looks sounds, yeah. You know what I mean? Synthies, like that synthies look. Synthy's a look. Yeah, I get synthies it. Synthy's a look. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it goes. Look, it it's the synthy. look that goes well with the music. <laughs> yeah. Um, we don't. It just annoys me. We didn't see much of it, but um, yeah. I did see the other day. It's come out with like a forty dollars price tag, so I'm assuming it's going to be quite a small 
um, mm. game. But was, was the old blood very long, or was that? I mean, that was what I think ten hours ish. That's uh, maybe that's less. Pretty good. That, oh no, maybe. That, ma- that I feel launched... like I'm over exaggerating though. Sorry. Even if it, even if it was six hours, like yeah. uh, that that launched at a pr- that launched at a similar price, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the same price. Yeah, yeah. So it's probably um, going to be a. Well, I think we know what we're going to get with Bethesda in that regard. Yeah, yeah. I'd be um, happy if it was like two to three hours, like for a forty dollar price tag, two to three hours more of the Wolfenstein sort of world. I'd be satisfied with, especially I if like, it's Synthy. Especially if it's Synthy. Oh my goodness! I feel very attacked right now. <laughs> um, victimized. But like, we're not attacking you, James. The Prey trailer was good. Had um, uh-huh. you know, you spin me right round. That was a really good use of that song. I thought. Yeah, Prey's a really uh-huh. Synthy game too. <laughs> it is. I thought they had some really you. good announcements. Um, obviously, yeah, I reckon they did too. Ob- Besides that strange, we should probably talk about the performance. Uh, Andrew WK. Oh, right, yeah, right at the start. <laughs> did you see that he's the one, you know, the Rage Collector's Edition with the head? Yeah. Did you see that he's voicing the head? No oh, way, No, I that's... didn't know that. Yeah, I saw it well, tweeted earlier and I was like, he's, oh, uh, no. He's performing <laughs> in Australia pretty soon, I think. I saw that too. They announced it like the, the day corner. after E3. Yeah. I was like, nothing Nothing could have turned me off more than watching <laughs> E3 and then thinking, I'm not going to go see that. <laughs> um, what about like um, the uh, the announcements at the end of the conference for both Starfield and Elder Scrolls Six? Like obviously two, two big, like long anticipated announcements, but... They're, Bethesda are sort of changing their tack a bit, right? Like, we're used to them announcing games and for them coming out, like, a few months down the line, where these ones might be a few years before we see them. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I think those were kind of goodwill announcements, almost, mm. to, like, sort of let gamers know that, hey, it's happening, stop asking us. Like, I think that's all that was. Yeah. Like, I think they've even said that they're both not until next generation, so... Yeah, they describe them as, like, next-gen games. Yeah. So, we're thinking so PS5 and Xbox 2, I at least, Like, at least three to four years away yeah if, that, and that's if they launch i, don't know. I think like, next gen sooner than that anyhow that's maybe yeah. a conversation for another day um james do you think that it was right for them to mention these two games i think um like in terms of you're like you're more likely to remember the last thing you saw rather than the beginning or the middle yeah and i don't think they wanted people to remember the beginning of that conference but i don't know <laughs> um uh, but like realistically, like think about it. You just if you put all this stuff in a list, like you've got what Prey DLC, Rage Two, um, uh-huh. uh, what else? Fallout two 76. small Wolfenstein projects, Doom, um, yeah. a card game, an Elder Scrolls card game, and a f- mobile version of Elder Scrolls, and then a trailer for Doom. Um, That's enough, isn't like, it? it? Yeah, but like realistically, it's not like stuff that gets people. Where's going the blockbusters? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and adding those two at the end, like, Starfield was, like, kind of like, okay, cool, <laughs> like, it exists, you know. Um, and then Elder Scrolls, like, that got a lot of cheers and stuff. And I guarantee yeah. you somebody's already pre-ordered it. Yeah. Even though it doesn't have a console yet. <laughs> um, somewhere in Australia. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that that's just a really, it's a really cheap way. And I'm not, I'm not saying that in a bad way. It's just a really easy way, I should say. To kind of drum up excitement. Yeah. Because I think, I feel like that's all that everyone's talking about. No one's talking about Mooncrash or Elder Scrolls Blades. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
I could be wrong. It's a very good point. I <laughs> but certainly very excited yeah. for Elder Scrolls Six. Um, yeah, me but too. But I'm like, it's like forty-five years away. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be an old man by that time. Uh, okay. Well, I'll next we had <laughs> next we had Square Enix. Um, we're up at the crack of dawn. That was what was that? Three a.m. for this one, something like that. Um, yeah. And uh, I'm just going to say, like, not the most enjoyable press conference was. Did not mm. enjoy sitting through this one, um, but anyhow, like Brody, what was uh, what excited you about those? Yeah, this was just like a sizzling wet fart of a conference. Like, <laughs> yeah, I can't believe I got up so early for this. Um, yeah, look, I mean, we saw Kingdom Hearts again. Again, you know, that was we saw Kingdom was, Hearts again, every again. goddamn conference. Yeah, so you know that was cool, but um, yeah, I mean, the only thing that sort of stood out at me as being kind of cool that I sort of didn't expect was maybe uh. Babylon's Fall, mm. which was um like the new game from Platinum Games. Obviously, they didn't show anything about it other than acknowledging its existence with a really weird little trailer. But yeah, it, it looks like it's sort of what would you say, James? Does it look sort of like in the time of like knights and a bit medieval or something like that? To you? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was was Babylon's so, Fall your most anticipated one out of this? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It was um, for reasons same as Brody. Yeah, I just really like Platinum. Um, obviously, when they last sure. worked with Square Enix, we got Nia Automata, and that was really good, um, really special. So, mm. yeah, I don't know. It was just also like, what else could I pick out of this conference? You know? Yeah, I mean, the um, thing that, the thing that really bothered me about this conference is all the announcements I cared about, being like Captain Spirit and Just Cause Four. Um, we'd kind of already all made seen, it Xbox. yeah, like yeah. we'd already seen them at Xbox, um, which I think is credit again to Xbox's conference, but it just kind of, yeah, a wet fart is a good way to describe this conference. I, just, like, um, <clears throat> I was telling you before, like I listened to our old ones just to see how right we were. And I was so yeah. wrong about square. Like I was like, wow, they're going to show so much. They haven't had a conference for so long. Uh-huh. Um, like the Marvel project that, um, yeah, no mention of that. Montreal Square Enix are working on or something. Mm-hmm. Um, no, yeah, no mention of that. Like I just thought there would be something, an update of some sort on Final Fantasy VII. I, I don't know. I just felt like it was really small. Yeah, and scaled back for considering the um the Avengers game. Is that I thought Crystal Dynamics were because they're only working with oh, Idos on. Um, I Tomb thought the Raider, Deus Ex right? team was working on it. Because they got taken no, off I, there. So maybe I, they're I both doing Montreal it. on Tomb Raider and Crystal Dynamics. Yeah. So I need to double check this. I, this no, is I'm E3 pretty sure the starts Deus messing with all well. my synapses. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that being said, I'm super excited about uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Huge fan of those games. They're third-person action adventures with RPG elements. Surprise, surprise. Um, but yeah. I <laughs> love the sort of darker kind of look that they're kind of going for with this like the tone feels quite different i feel like we're seeing lara i was i was talking about this before but we're seeing lara like full strength and that shot with her like rising out the water with a fire behind us like oh Ooh. new desktop wallpaper here we come um, how's the pipes on her oh Big she arms. is ripped oh dude she's gonna <laughs> tear <laughs> pipes like vocal cords no your pipes are your arms mate your pythons <laughs> okay it's um, set in the jungle sure. too, so that's <laughs> pythons, I guess, is appropriate. Did did, <laughs> did, did any? Oh, I just want to ask, as yeah. like, as devil as devil's advocate, sure. Did, did any part of the Tomb Raider presentation to you like strike out as though it may not be entirely polished? Like, because I wasn't that jazzed by it. Um, like, I, the presentation didn't look. Yeah, I don't know. It didn't look like there'd been a step up 
if I like it doesn't it kinda didn't really look like it progressed much from the first. That being said, like the pre rendered I assume they're pre rendered. The cutscenes looked pretty slick, I thought. Um but yeah, yeah. otherwise it did look like I've seen a lot of comparison screens, like between Rise and this one. Yeah, and there's like there's like a noticeable step down. Oh, really? Like 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 in the visuals, like it's it's, it's kind of like yeah, it's a bit disappointing because I've this is technically like Rise of the Tomb Raider. Technically, it was cross gen. It was on Xbox 360 as well. Uh. Um, so Shadow of the Tomb Raider is technically our first proper game that's made just for the new consoles. Um, and given how well they polished Rise of the Tomb Raider up for the X and the Pro. Mm. I was kind of expecting a bit more from this um, in terms of, like, visuals. Like, I'm yeah. sure the game will still be fine. And, you know, I don't really care about graphics as much as some people do. But I do agree with Brody. It was really rough looking. And I was just um, surprised by how, like, they, I think they showed a really bad slice of the game. Like, obviously, it was a real stealthy section. And then I, I don't think that game's stealth is its strength. Like, no. there, was that, there was that weird point where, like, there's two guys obviously standing near a crate. One walks off. She arrows one, and then the other guy turns around. and He's like, "Ah, a body. How yeah. long did this? How long has this been here?" Yeah, and you're like, "Well, dude, you just spoke to that guy. <laughs> like, yeah, like, aren't you worried? Yeah, like, like really awkward scripting and just like, ugh, it was just a weird, like a weird presentation for me. Yeah, it could have it could have been done better. And I, I, and I've known I know that there's plenty of people out there sort of on on your camp as well. But I yeah. I guess my just like attachment to this series and. Um, yeah, of course. And the quality I'm of the ex- first two games, like, has I'm me. still excited for it. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I just feel like, I said it before, I just feel like everything about this game has been, like, really poorly communicated or mismanaged, like... Well, but, I mean, like, <clears throat> most of the marketing has been done through leaks so far, like... Yeah, true. <laughs> leaked, exactly. leaked screenshots from the back of a bus somewhere in Canada, like, stuff like that. I just don't want it to die, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I really want it to be good, especially because it's not... Crystal Dynamics handling it this time around, like that does have me kind of a little bit nervous, but the the tone of it looks great, and I'm just kind of excited to see what I, they do with I that. Do, um, I do love a dark tone. Yeah, or well, love myself a dark tone just as much Ooh. as James likes synthy things. Um, <laughs> the look of synth. <laughs> the look of synth. Yeah, uh, we've also got Ubisoft as well. They were they were up next um, again with heaps of stuff to show. Uh, James, what spoke to you most during the Ubisoft conference? Um, well, uh, probably, yeah, probably Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, I'm still a little bit worried about it, to be honest, but I just think they've really nailed the setting and the atmosphere of, you know, ancient Greece. Yeah. Uh, I love the mythology has been worked into it. So. Yeah. Like Assassin's Creed. I, I remember, I don't know if you guys ever remember like the first, I think the first ever game they're like, yeah, it's so historically accurate. Like you can go to the village and see that stuff there. Yeah. Um, Knowing full well that no one would ever go to any of those places, mm. but um, yeah. <laughs> like I just yeah I don't know I think they've they've definitely stepped away from that now yeah um, which is fine but I mean they're I, still like trying to keep it somewhat educational I guess like with the discovery mode and yeah. origins and whatnot like they're still trying to teach but you some I feel history like but liberally you're battle a gorgon in this game yeah and obviously that's and... not hey we don't yeah, we yeah. don't know for sure they didn't exist James they might have oh, been. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm happy. <coughs> Can I just say, look, quickly, the only thing I'm genuinely concerned about, um, I didn't really like naval combat in Black Flag, Rome, mm. and uh, obviously Origins was quite bad, but that was because it was beginning again, I guess. Um, so you're like really excited for Skull and Bones? Yeah, like, sign me up. <laughs> I'll buy the the 
$700 edition <laughs> that comes with an actual ship or something. Um, but That's not yeah, real, no. is it? You made that up. Um, no, of course I made that okay. up. But it's probably going to happen, let's be honest. Like, Anyway, um, yeah, I, I just am a bit worried that there's a bigger emphasis on the, the naval combat and stuff, which I just don't really care about. I really like Origins, how it went back to basics. Mm. was all about that exploration and discovery. Um, but given that Greece is a big set of islands, like it makes sense, I guess. Mm. Um yeah, wait and see, I guess. Yeah. Mm. I keep saying I guess. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's all right. <laughs> uh, so was um, Transference your favourite then, Brody? I know you've been pretty keen on that one. Yeah, I was just thinking about this as I was sitting here, but um, I, I am looking forward to Transference, but then I was thinking, I was going to reference how Elijah Wood like featured and it was a real star-studded thing, but then mm. that got me thinking about Joseph Gordon-Levitt and how good Beyond Good and Evil 2 looked. Yes. Uh, and I think there's some truth to the fact that because they showed it first, I forgot about it. Mm. But um, that game looks crazy good. Mm. Like the the characters are all so likable. Like I never played the first one, so I, I don't really have. What did I? Yeah, and I, I don't have like that attachment to it. But oh, really? You don't think really? <clears throat> no. Okay. So my <laughs> issue with this game is, <laughs> um, it's just the the this is just nothing like the original game. Um, yeah. The only thing I guess that has carried across is the likable characters. Um, I also find it a bit questionable this whole like make the game for us and we'll pay you maybe kind yeah, of that. Yeah, it is a bit strange. Yeah. Um, but I do think it looks really good. But I just yeah. think it it's not really in the spirit of the original game, which is fine. Um, it I don't know. It's hard for me to comment on it i just really liked the first game like i had a really really soft spot for it um maybe i'm lucky i don't have that attachment then no that's what i'm saying yeah that's why i said you're lucky right um it's cool that jade's back like i didn't actually think she would ever see her again and in this in this role as well yeah i was Um, gonna say as as someone who's played the first game which is obviously a sequel to this i guess because this is a prequel isn't it yes does does it make sense that she would be the bad guy in this no (laughs) but i'm sure he'll explain it yeah (laughs) it's still it's it's still michelle ansel so like i'm sure it's his it's his you know world and characters so i'm sure he'll explain it but at the moment i'm just like oh okay um, it was just so, the, yeah. the it, like I'm gonna like play off synthiness and I and talk about the sci fi ness <laughs> of it. <laughs> it. I kind of you know I'm gonna pick like sci fi geek. So the, that whole like different kind of aliens or creatures, I guess, sort of in space and the that that monstrous ship rocking up and sending that shockwave. I thought just like the visuals of that were just fantastic. Um, yeah, that was enough to kind of get me excited about it too. If you like sci-fi, yeah. though, Ewan, mm. don't you I'm... like Starlink Battle for Atlas? Oh, so, <laughs> and you know I love my toys to life as well, James. That game's just made for me. Um, pretty big deal getting Star Fox in it, though. I loved, the, I love that Ubisoft and Nintendo are maintaining their their partnership. Um, is that it, to start, is Star Fox's inclusion in it enough to get you to play it, James? No, absolutely not. I figured. So, I figured as much. Um, well, I don't know. Sorry, <laughs> I just don't like Toys to Life. No, and I know, I know you can play it without yeah. them. Apparently, but like, but then that makes you think. Well, what's the point? Like, <clears throat> then it's just like No Man's Sky looking. Yeah, and no. Nah. Yeah, were you going to say something, though, Brady? I feel like I cut you off when we we're talking about Beyond Good and Evil. Oh, I was just going to, no, because you had made a point about how good that cutscene was, mm. and I was just going to make the point that that was just CG, and I feel yeah. the same way. Yeah. It was a really good CG trailer, but then they showed gameplay, and I was like, eh, yeah, it's still kind of cool, but it's not the same. Like, it's, obviously, it's still in development. We don't know how far away it's going to be, but. Yeah, um, Pe- people are, like, very dismissive of CG trailers, and I 
get it. I get why you should be. But there's something to be said. Like, I mean, you can't... Like, playing a game is very different to watching it like be played, right? And I think like to really kind of sell something like E three is essentially like a marketing kind of exercise, really. Like it's a trade show. Yeah. Um. And I think to really kind of sell these things and to get people excited about it, kind of cinematic kind of trailers play a role. Um. And I think they help mm. kind of communicate kind of characters and story and overall tone. Um. And that is a large part of like what, what a large part of what I look for in games, right? So, I don't know. I kind of... I don't mind a cinematic trailer. Um, obviously, if that's all we it. see of a game, it's it's bothersome, but... I don't I don't mind it as long as it doesn't misrepresent what the final product's going to be. Sure, yeah. Like, like if, if it's a Naughty Dog game, you know that's what you're going to get. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's going to be close to that. Yeah. But I don't think what we saw in the Beyond Good and Evil uh, CG trailer is going to be necessarily representative of that final... You don't think so? Yeah, I'm a bit. I'm. A, I know. I'm, I've I've done a complete 180 on this. I, I say, <laughs> like I've I've, cha- I've changed my tune entirely. I just yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's it's too early to say, but I I'll be very surprised if it lives up to what that trailer suggests it's going to be. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Do you feel the same, James? Cinematic trailers. Skeptical. Um. I just don't like them. Sorry. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> I just. I don't. I just think. I do like them, but it depends on the game, I guess. Like, I feel like this game's been in development for, like, 47 years, and then we're finally starting to see stuff about it, and it's, like, not as substantial as I probably would have liked, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, I always I always think about Dead Island, and it makes me realize why I shouldn't trust CG trailers. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's a good... That's a really good point. Yeah. Um, But then, like, you and you were saying, like, you kind of kind of convinced me that they can sell you on the tone and the atmosphere of a game like the cyberpunk trailer I, even though that wasn't cg but it was cinematic yeah i think um, it i think it just helps to show like this is the direction that like we are hoping this game kind of goes down um like it's kind of selling like the basic philosophy or like premise of the game right and if you can I just, if i can get behind that then i feel like i'm much more interested in the game uh, i just think it's so like divorced from the main creative team like ubisoft marketing would come contact it's usually like Blur Studios or something and mm. say to them, here, this is what we want to have happen. Make it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not really the team that's making the game. Yeah. But then I guess that's what you're saying is like, it's more about the tone and the characters. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's such a old conversation. And that's what was so two. good about the Last of Us Part 2 trailer, James, because oh, Naughty no. Dog have their hands, like their, their fingerprints are all over that. They're like, this is how we're going to structure this. It was political it was powerful it was just amazing i was already like feeling the tears welling up in my eye man like seeing <laughs> seeing that beam like that Me smile too. beam across ellie's face at the end after just massacring massacring like a shitload of people i was like oh i am in give me this game now so obviously the last of us part two was my favorite game from the playstation conference but james what was yours <laughs> um, uh, I was first. You'd blow my mind even... right now if you said The Last of Us. No, no, I have issues with that demo, but we'll talk about that one day. Um, <laughs> I really liked like so the Sony conference. I was like, after waiting fifteen minutes for them to move everyone from the room. Yeah, oh, um, so annoying. The intermission, so, so awkward, oh, my God. so terrible. Um, Death Stranding and Ghost of Tsushima were both really good. 
looking games. Yeah. Um, Ghost of Tsushima obviously was a little bit more like I feel like I have an idea of how that game plays. Mm-hmm. Death Stranding, I've seen f- like <laughs> at least three hours of that game. I still don't know what it is. Um, <laughs> but and I was like, yeah, that's pretty good. And then. And then when you say you've seen oh, three hours of the game, sorry, when you say you've seen three hours of the game, you're just exaggerating the amount of trailers you've watched. Isn't that how many? Isn't there three <laughs> hours of? Isn't that how long the trailers are together? I don't know. No, thirty minutes then. Who knows? Thirty like minutes, minutes maybe. Each. Three hours, no way. I think thirty oh. minutes is three hours in Kojima time. I'm including <laughs> like what? How many times I rewatched them to try and work it out? Um, but yeah, I think it's no surprise that obviously. When I saw the person wrestling with the zombie in that place and then the rat died and it was Resident Evil 2, that was like super exciting. I mean, you guys, you guys heard apparently I was making noises. You slid from your chair. Apparently I was making noises over the mic and like quivering or something. I don't remember doing that, but (laughs) you were going, (gasps) yeah, Um, yeah, I was, it's just like another project that we've known about for four to five years. Um, And then for it to come out looking so good. Um, because I was a little bit like I didn't trust Capcom to do it. You know, I was like, it's going to be low budget. They won't really put the effort in to make it as good as it could be. Mm. Um, but they've really, it's really going to be like one of the major focus titles, and I think it just looks phenomenal. Yeah. Um, it looks like they learn a lot from Seven, right? Like the yeah, it, it feels Even, like they've just sort of picked up right from that and taken like just kind of followed down that road. I just, yeah, I didn't find the second game particularly scary back in the 90s or whatever. Mm. Um, but this, just the way they've like, everything's lit and how yeah. the atmosphere and stuff, it actually looks like it might be quite tense. Um, yeah, just everything in that trailer was just like amazing. And then they put up another trailer after the conference that looked even better. <laughs> like it, the graphics were just much more improved and stuff in the the second trailer they put up. Yeah, so. I was watching um, a little gif of uh, someone shooting the limbs off a zombie and, like, <laughs> seeing the kind of zombie sort of react to, like, losing an arm yeah. and losing its legs. So and Resident cool. Evil hasn't had that properly for a while. Uh-huh. Um, like, even in 7, you know, all the enemies didn't really lend themselves to that, whereas in this, you can blow a, someone's face off with a shotgun mm. and then they can still kind of shamble towards you with, like, a bloody mess. It just looks it just looks really good. Yeah. Like I think they've put a lot of effort into it and I'm really happy. Yeah. Uh yep. Brody, there were a few like little kind of surprises as well with like remedies, new new game control and uh, another one mm-hmm. I'm excited about, Trova Saves the Universe from uh Justin Royland. <laughs> um just yeah. my cup of tea that one. But what yep. what stood out to you? Is it one of those little titles or one of the bigger ones that were showing off? Well I'm going to save The Last of Us Two for my game of show oh so, spoiler so, alert. so so i'm not gonna talk about it right this second uh-huh. so i'm going to talk about uh control uh remedies game yeah um it when it when it, when they first started the trailer i thought it looked a great deal like quantum break as i'm sure everyone did yeah um but then there's also a lot of like supernatural notes in there so i think it might be like a culmination of like everything that remedies done um apparently it's the same actress that played beth wilder in um quantum break so i guess that also helped with it looking a bit quantum break oh okay yeah that makes sense but um i don't know whether they've said they're connected i doubt they are because i microsoft obviously owns the the ip but um Mm. it just looks really good like you know remedy do good work they've never steered me wrong before Uh it's it's not alan wake 2 but you know I'll, i'll take it i'll take it they did come out like today and say it's kind of semi open um like a metroid game uh, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I, I heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Which is like really unlike anything Remedy's ever done. So, mm. and but, uh, uh, but quite shout out as oh, well. Sorry to Spider Man. I thought like 
Can't wait. Oh yeah, game. true. Looks amazing. <clears throat> true, true. Sorry, Brady. What were we gonna say there? No, no, I was just gonna say, uh, Remedy's one of those few developers that like I'll pretty much trust anything they make. Yeah. Like Naughty Dog is one. Remedy's one. Valve used to be. I don't know. They've sort of lost me recently, but yeah. So mm-hmm. control should be. Very good. And then finally, early Wednesday morning, we had the Nintendo Direct E3 conference as well. Um, I don't think this kind of quite played out exactly how everyone expected it to, but James, what stood out to you from uh, from the Direct? Smash Bros. is coming out this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be big. <laughs> yeah, um. and they know it too. They dedicated like a solid kind of 30 minutes to it, right? Something like that. Yeah, 60 characters, 80 stages, like mm-hmm. ridiculous. What do you make of the characters? 80 stages. Yeah, so they've spotted um, 80 stages so far in the, in the demos, which is kind of nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and when they said, we're not going to do every stage, I was disappointed, but then I found out there's 80 stages so far. <laughs> there's like, a lot of stages. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be happy. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I guess... The big question is, like, does everybody like Smash Bros? And then, obviously, the answer is not necessarily. Um, and if you didn't like Smash Bros, this would have been a really bad direct to watch, I would mm-hmm. think. Because um, I feel like they just went through all that stuff so quickly. And then it was all Smash Bros after that, you know? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, Smash Bros. like this obvious sort of standout. Um, it, I love that being like an ultimate sort of package, it's going to contain, but kind of pretty much like, it's going to be like the sort of the package, I think, when it comes to Smash Bros. Literally um, everything. Yeah. Like. It's amazing. Um, and including stuff that, you know, it was that people were skeptical they'd be able to get the rights to. Um, but they figured it out and it's all there. Um, and it'd be interesting to see where, like, I think they go from here. Like, will this be the Smash Bros game going forward that's just, like, continuing Yeah, like, how updated? do you top this for your next one, you know? Yeah. You didn't, how do you get, like, Super Smash Bros more ultimate? Like, does that <laughs> does that work? Um, so that was obviously yeah, a standout. But I was super excited to see Fortnite releasing on the Switch. I've already been playing a bit of that um but maybe you won't expect me to say this um a damon x machina looks really cool too i thought um it does look good yeah like i'm i've played like some album or games in the past and really enjoyed them something about mechs kind of excites me um i just love the sort of art style of and the look of that game as well yeah it's um, super trippy yeah yeah it so, could uh, be I'm curious about that it one it feels like it, it could be look synthy it could be synthy yeah it could very much be synthy uh brody what about yourself um, as I've established ad nauseum, I have not played a Smash Brothers game. Um, do I, can I say brothers or do I say bros? I don't know. Um, <laughs> whatever you so, want. Yeah. Well, it's, it's my, it's my time to talk. I I'll feel say like, like when it comes um, out, we're definitely going to be having, you know, press start team bonding sesh playing this game. Together. Yeah. Look, so I'll, I'll probably use ultimate as my introductory to the series, I suppose. Mm. So, um, I was sad. There's no Waluigi though. Like, I feel like he got a bum rap. Did you see? Apparently, they said they didn't. They thought everybody was joking when they said they really liked Waluigi, so they didn't put him in. And I was like, oh, "That sucks." But Poor Daisy Waluigi. made it in. Like seriously, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I'm really glad I, to see three links in it as well. Too, it's a little excessive, but I'll take it. Sorry, excessive. Yeah. Like, I don't. Sorry. I don't. I don't know how like the the Wii Fit trainer makes it in, but Waluigi doesn't. Like, it, she's it's amazing. <laughs> she can like. But, um, Hula hoop people, and it's just the oh, best. That is that is pretty Death good. Death by um, hula hoop yeah. is the worst way to go. So, so mm. while my game of the Nintendo conference wasn't necessarily Smash Bros, uh, I did like the look of Fire Emblem uh-huh. because I've got a little soft spot for you know games getting me attached to their characters and then like just ripping them away from me, <laughs> and then you know 
leaving me with a uh, a nebulous void. Is that to darkness? Borrow, that to borrow like. James's term, there's a bit, there's uh, in, a bit of a theme the of with your stomach. with your games that you've picked out, Brody. Loneliness, like loneliness, and darkness, <laughs> yeah. and I'm going through a hard time. Yeah, it's making me a bit nervous, man. <laughs> we can talk if you want to. Um, <laughs> Mario and the Mario Party coming to Switch, though, obviously pretty big deal too. Um, I'm excited for that one too. That's one I've had on my list that I forgot to mention. Um, I just get scared of those games until I play them. Do you know what I mean? It, no. Why? Because no. like, it's just like a series of mini games. You know? I just feel like the last four Mario Party games, you're like, yeah, this looks good. Then you play them and they're not like the ones that you loved and grew up with, you know. But yeah. I have high hopes for this. So I feel like with the Mario Party games, you kind of got to make your own fun with them. Like it's almost kind of, you know, here's this sort of dumb kind of game that you can have fun with, but it's really kind of you, up to the energy yeah. that you put into it. It is. Let's, yeah, let's right. add drinking to it. Yeah, exactly. Did you know, though? They <laughs> That's did what I mean by energy. This, one, this one's online, which is like a first. Oh, I missed that. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You can't... I feel, I, I feel like Mario Party's best played in a room with friends. Yeah, there. it is, but sometimes that's not hap- yeah. that can't happen, okay? Yeah, like <laughs> if you're like me, you don't have friends. <laughs> what? Well, I feel like if I'm going to be drinking whilst I'm playing play it, though, Party I can't play it online. Otherwise, oh, thank you. it's just kind of me in my room drinking alone. <laughs> We've all been there, you know. <laughs> uh, anyhow, that was all of the conferences. So um, let's go around the circle, so to speak, and uh, and share our favorite conference. Um, Brody, how about we start with you? What was your favorite conference? Uh, for me, I think it was hands down Xbox. Um, I just think you know everyone has always criticized Xbox for not having any games. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's like they always do the service side of things really well. Like I think their yep. subscriptions are good. Their hardware is really good. I think Xbox Live as a platform is really good. Like Games with Gold is good. So obviously they've got that side locked down. The Game Pass and I think, as well. And the, yeah, Game Pass. Of course, I can't believe I forgot that. But um, uh, and so what they needed to do this year was bring a lot of games. And boy, did they bring a lot of games. Yep. Like. We were trying to keep up with the articles, but man, there was just so many back to back to back. And there were a lot of surprises, like James said, like, uh, obviously it's not exclusive, but like Devil May Cry 5, like we saw Cyberpunk, like, so it was, it was a lot of good stuff. And, but they, they also did bring the first party stuff, like Forza Horizon 4 looks really good, Halo Infinite, though I'm not sure what that game actually is. Yeah. Cause I think the, the art style is suggesting that it's like, like Halo 3. Yeah. Time, I know, right? But, so I'm like, is it a sequel? Is it, is it not? I'm, I'm a bit curious about it. Um, and they showed Gears Five. I'm like really excited to play as Kate in that, like because I thought I thought Gears Four was really underrated. Like not many people talked about it quite as much as they, uh, I guess I, as I, I expected. And the way it ended, like I'm excited to see where that goes without yeah. ruining it. Um, yeah. So yeah, it makes sure. sense that Kate's the main character. So. Yeah, for sure. And um, so I, I don't know. I just, I just think Xbox just and obviously buying the studios as I mentioned earlier. So they're, they're taking steps yep. to um you know really solidify. Probably obviously they've had a, a hard time this generation so far, but they're like ramping up toward the back end of the generation to like possibly hit the next one at a little more level headed. Yeah, with with, uh, with, with with Sony. Yeah, yeah. So I totally I agree, man. I'm I am right there with you. Um, I'm, yeah, I mean, becoming a good time to be an Xbox owner. Yeah, we like. I think we've established that you know I I have a soft spot for Sony, but Xbox in my mind totally 
won won the conferences um in in my mind to like it was just a complete package right like they just didn't hold back um it genuinely kind of felt like they were doing their best to kind of service gamers and like listen to uh the complaints that people have had um and really deliver and meet those expectations um it wasn't just game announcements although there was a crazy amount of insane like quality game announcements it was yeah they acquired all these studios and they're committed to bringing more sort of first party games through um they kind of talked more about their service and how they're going to be expanding that um and then they 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 talked whilst everyone was beating around the bush with it they talked about next gen and like yeah like we've got a new console on the horizon like this is um something that we're working on and we'll have more to say soon um, mm. I just thought like it was very kind of, um, open and honest and they had so much to say. And a lot of it was just like, as an Xbox owner, just like really kind of exciting to hear. Um, so yeah, for me, yeah, totally. They, uh, they, uh, deserve all the credit there. Um, what about yourself, James? Where do you come down? Uh, I think probably Xbox as well. All right. Um, wow. Even though. What? What are you being? Uh, what just? What, was that you mean, sarcastic? Are you, are you surprised that the Xbox just, guy has said the Xbox? No, I'm just, I'm just surprised that like we're all agreeing. Um, well, like, what else is like Ubisoft? Whatever. As much as I like the games, and then I don't know, Square had nothing, and um, Nintendo was just Smash Bros. I, I just yeah, I feel like you could make the argument. I think Bethesda's was pretty good. Um, I think you could also uh, no, no, you disagree with too, that. I, no, I think a lot the, of the Bethesda games know. speak to me, so like I don't know. Well, me too, just, but no, not not this time. <laughs> I don't know. Um, um, and I think you I could say that Sony's had... was pretty good. Like, although it was awkward in the structure and the flow of things, um, I think like the quality of the games they were showing were were pretty high. Yeah, I I agree. Um, my only thing with Sony was is like, so they were like, we're gonna do deep dives on these four games. And I was like, cool, we're gonna know like so much about them, and then it was just <laughs> Death Stranding. Like, I, it was like eight minutes of footage and that was it. There wasn't like, I was expecting a little bit more from them. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because these are four games they've kind of been banging on about for, not Ghost of Tsushima, but the other three, like they've been banging on about them for so long. Um, yeah. That's the only thing that stops them from becoming better than Xbox and for me. Yeah. Um, I know you're going to hate me for saying this too, James, but um, Days Gone, mm. like... Mm. <laughs> It, mm. we're, we're getting that game sooner than everything else they showed, with the exception of Spider-Man, right? All I'm so going like, to say is... Why wasn't Sony it in didn't the main show conference? Because they know what it is. <laughs> I, exactly, all you need to know about that game is that Sony chose not to show it, even though it's so close. I just don't... <laughs> oh, no, no, they showed it, but it was like an eight-second trailer. Oh, that's right. They did after <laughs> yeah. the COD trailer. They and they went yeah. they yeah. went into a deeper dive like in the um after show and stuff. But like for it's it not to have stuff. a space, like I'm getting I'm getting even worse than Order eighteen eighty six vibes from it now. I'm yeah. Com- yeah. Uh, it, it, what, what I'm saying, James, is you're convincing me. <laughs> I'm nervous, man. Like it, it's Sony's own it, state of decay. Like it's it's gonna be crap. So State of Decay is not State crap. of Decay was fine. State of Decay two, sorry, State of Decay two. That no, was fine. What are you talking no, about? No, State of Decay yeah. Two well. was in like all of their main conferences. <clears throat> it's, not, it's not bad, but like it was good. Days Gone is just well. being forgotten. Is what I'm saying. Like well, they're, no, that's, they're putting, they're benching it, and it's just this is like it's from Sony Band. I don't get it. 
But what do they make? Like, I don't even know who they are. Are they, are they, the si- are they siphon, siphon filter? filter? Yeah, siphon filter. No, they're not the original siphon filter people. I'm pretty sure. Where was Betty Evil? Sorry, <laughs> I've just had that thought. Um, <clears throat> nah, Xbox. Xbox is my favorite for this year, just because lots of new games, lots of unexpected games, yeah. um, and like I said, like commitment to the future. Yeah. Um, which is really what we needed to see from them. Uh-huh. Um, Acquisitions and creation in the studio, just thank awesome, yeah. so good, so cool. Yeah, it's only close second. Yeah, yep, I agree. I agree with that. Nintendo third ish, third ish. I don't know. <laughs> For me, it's like like almost first. Weird. By Bros. the way, with Nintendo, so cool. weird that there was like no mention of Pokemon. Like they just didn't. Well, there was. Well, they didn't show yeah. much more of it though. But I think because they were meant to show all of. I think they were meant to show off Pokemon now rather than when they did earlier in the year because of the leaks, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Who who cares? It's done. Yeah. Whatever. Um, by the way, <laughs> Sony <laughs> Bend, Siphon Filter, Siphon Filter 2, Siphon Filter 3, Siphon Filter the Mega Strain, Siphon that. Filter Dark Mirror, Siphon well, Filter Well, why did Logan they get Shadow, so bad towards the end? Resistance Retribution, <laughs> Uncharted oh, Golden no. Disc Good, Uncharted Fight for Fortune on the Vita, and now and, uh, Fight for Fortune came out in 2012 and Days Gone. Is out, not out so this is next their year. first PS4 game. Um, and we know that Fight for Fortune is everyone's favorite Uncharted game. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Golden, Isn't Golden that a card Abyss game? Good, yeah, it's a card game. Yeah. yeah. Oh, goodness gracious. <sighs> yeah, Soz, we shall see. Ewan. We shall see. I'm sure it'll be at least a six out of ten. Mm. <laughs> mm. Uh. That's, that feels too true. <laughs> uh, and then as for game of the show, um, James, what was your game of the show? I think it has to be Resident Evil 2, and I don't mean to be so predictable, but I just think it looked really good, <laughs> and uh-huh. it, it's a game I grew up with, so there's a bit of nostalgia in there, and it, they could have easily made it shitty, over-the-top action Resident Evil, but they didn't. They stuck mm. to their guns, and they made it, like, you know, still creepy. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say uh-huh. about that. I've never been so genuinely happy for someone yeah. as I was for James <laughs> when, that tra- when that trailer came out. Like, i think you never I, heard I think James he- so excited. I think he was in the middle of writing something else when that trailer started, and I was just like, James, James. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just went I quiet tweeted? and just started making noises. I think I was you hassling sh- him for the article as well, because I didn't get up on social, so I'm like, James. No, I published, I published Ghost of Tsushima without a title. <laughs> oh, so that just, was right. I just hit it. publish and was like, <laughs> done here. Um, I also tweeted about it about four times in that day, saying it's not coming. Oh, it is coming. Oh, it's not coming. No, nah, it's not going to be shown. And then mm. it was shown. So I was, I was really happy for you. Yeah. I'm really glad that somebody's happy for me. Someone has to be. And... <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, what about yourself, Brady? Um, as I said earlier, I alluded yeah. to the fact that The Last of Us 2 impressed me a lot. Yeah. Um, I, as I've, I was just talking to you guys earlier, uh, that um, I, I've gone back and played Left Behind, and I'm planning a replay of the first game mm-hmm. just to uh, get myself <clears throat> suitably hyped for the, the sequel. Obviously, there's still no date for it. And we are, we've discussed that the, the showing that they had was a little bit scripted. A little bit. It's probably entirely scripted. But I'll be damned if that game doesn't look like phenomenal. Like, I, I can't wait to see that running on my pro. Um, mm. And, you know, I'm just attached to the characters. I'm, I'm keen to see what role Joel plays, if anything. Um, yeah. He I mean, has to be the bad guy. It'll be so good. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't Ellie has to kill him with tears running down her face. Imagine and, that. Ewan yeah, would cry. I w- oh Although Ewan cries at anything. Ewan would self-destruct. Funny yeah. funny story. I watched um, the cutscene from like the middle of the original Last of Us today, like at the farmhouse. If you played the game, you all know what I mean. Uh, just re-watching that trailer, that's, sorry, that cutscene for like the billionth time, once again, brought me to tears. Um but yeah, uh, for me, it's The Last of Us is, again as well. Like I've said countless times that the the original game is my favorite video game of all time. Um, and to see the second kind of finally getting a gameplay reveal, I was just in absolute awe. Um, I loved the sort of art, uh, the artistry of the showing as well. Um, kind of bookending it with that sort of character moment um, with Ellie on the dance floor. Yeah. Um, with uh, Shannon Wood, Wood's character, I'm forgetting the name of. Um, Dina. Dina, thank you. Um, and then putting, like, juxtaposing that with, like, just the brutality that was... How good was that? How good was that cut? How, like, like panned around her it was and then, like, so she was good. just goring that guy's neck. So it was good. so good. And I think what I think that what that's saying is, like, this is going to be a game kind of very much kind of centered on Ellie and her kind of journey and her kind of like trying to find her place in this new world right like she's kind of trained to be this ruthless killer but at the same time like she just wants to be a teenage girl Um, are we oh sorry you can finish yeah so i don't i don't know i don't know what more i got to say i'm just kind of gushing at this point so yeah yeah, the last of us i think the like the gameplay just looked amazing and it looked amazingly dynamic and, and yeah maybe it's scripted to a point but i couldn't i wouldn't put it past naughty dog to be able to produce something kind of as intelligent as that so oh are we concerned do do, do you recall the first trailer for the last of us 2 yes where she's like i'm gonna kill every one of them are we concerned yes what makes her get to that point now that we've seen this rosy introduction to these new characters yeah and that would i mean that would be classic last of us right i worry i worry about their fate (laughs) yeah um yeah i don't know i would say like it would be a shame to have Shannon Woodward in it for all of half an hour or an hour, but I, if you've watched Westworld, I don't know, I don't know, that's kind of getting to, I don't know, like, uh, yeah, who knows, who knows, man, it could be anything that kind of sets her off, and maybe even Joel, like, maybe it's him, I don't know, I, like, she mentions at the start, like, before the dance, right, the, Billy, I think is the other character's name, like, Jesse. he comes, Jesse, sorry, why did I say Billy? Um, Jesse comes know. over, and he's, um, he's like, your he old says, man yeah, your old man, with, like, yeah like gave me a ribbon today or whatever um i assume he means joel so like yeah i assume we're gonna see joel in there somewhat and he's still with them i yeah i don't know there's still a lot of mystery about it which excites me i like that there's a lot of mystery i was just thinking quietly about how uh james said how it was going to end and i was thinking about how it could end and am i remembering the first game right in that she's um invulnerable to clickers and the and the yeah she's she's immune to the infection Yes. Yeah, right. Okay, we, okay well, so are we waiting into Total Last of Us spoiler territory here? Well, we already have, I believe. <laughs> yeah, we kind of have. Yeah, so she's... I mean, you, that's sort of established like a third of the way into the game. Anyhow, yeah, so she's immune She's immune to um, the infection. Um, yeah. But obviously, like, they meet the fireflies and he kind of makes the decision that, no, like, you're not going to remove her brain. Like, she's... Oh, yeah, she's yeah, yeah, you're true. not taking that choice away from her. You're not taking that choice away from me. Like, she's staying. Um and then, like, it ends on the note, like, they're arriving back at the camp, and he, she asks him if, like, he's got anything more to say, like, if, like, he's told her the absolute truth, and he says yes, and she's like, okay, and it just, like, ends there. 
Like, mm. I think the final line is literally like her kind of swallowing it and saying, I, I don't, still don't believe you, but okay, I'm choosing to believe you. Um, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about that ending again, man. <laughs> and then the path kicks in. Are you James? Like, that Gustavo James, goes down you? to Alascor and it's, oh my gosh. James, are you crying? Um, yeah, I guess. For different <laughs> reasons, though. So you guys. I don't know. Yeah, I hope it is good. I hope it is interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I get there's always reason to be skeptical, but every time I've heard any sort of skepticism about Uncharted, they've come out and delivered like another nine, ten out of ten sort of game. Um, so I have absolute faith in them. They can't set foot wrong. I realize I could be, you know, just shooting them myself in the foot here, but we shall find out. It'll be better than Days Gone, <laughs> at least. Uh, let's uh, wrap or get closer wrapping us up by playing um, a round of what the wiki a reminder what the wiki is a sarcast game show with a host who is part of a wikipedia page for an unknown game and you the contestants must guess the game of course you can play along at home or wherever you may be listening to this podcast maybe you're listening to it while jogging and we're just talking too damn slowly <laughs> for you to have a decent pace to run along to um, James took the lead last week just a single point ahead of Brody so he's got the opportunity to draw level once more you think you're up to the challenge, Brody? Can you catch that lead back? Well, if anyone can, it's me. <laughs> that, that's very true. That's just how the scoring works. Uh, all right, <laughs> game number one. The game combines third-person shooter and action role-playing game elements into a continuous... I think I mistyped that. Continuous open world shared with up to four other players in which they take the role of a freelancer donning fully customizable exosuits called javelins. Brody. Games. Oh, I just heard uh, Brody first there. No, no. Uh, uh. Anthem. Uh, it is Anthem. Well done, Brody. And I, and I believe the word you, you said was contiguous. Contiguous? Which I think, is a, I think it is a word. <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> contiguous. Contiguous. Uh, I did... Contiguous. Contiguous. Contiguous means, for the kids playing at home, uh, sharing a common border, touching. There you go. Yeah. So, there you go, kids. In a sentence, the the Southern Ocean is contiguous with the Atlantic. There There you go, Jamie Penning. (laughs) The only guy listening right now. Interesting. Yeah, it's got to keep their scores, man. Uh, Game number two. The game will be Bethesda's first... Oh, I did not mean to read that. The game will be Bethesda's first online multiplayer game and can Brody, only be... James. Oh. <laughs> I heard Brody that. What was that, Brody? Uh, might it be Fallout 76? It is Fallout 76. I was going to argue this. I was First, I was going to say the developer's first online multiplayer game. I misread that. Um, but I was going to argue this. Is it their first online multiplayer game? Yes, I guess so. as, as a first-person studio, yeah. That's why you saying Bethesda just ruined the whole vibe of this round. Mm. So thanks. <laughs> it's a very quick round of what the wiki. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Can, can we play the? Uh, I was say, can we play the third one so, just for you know, just for fun? We, we can. Yeah, I guess. Sure. Let's let's do it. All right. Just for Jamie. All right. Are you gonna like? Uh, Did he send one in this week? Uh, he didn't know. Well, cause, oh, because Jamie. there's a massive delay with the last episode, so the great chicken yeah, oh, wing true. debate is probably going to go up at the same yet. time as this one. The game is an action-adventure stealth game. Played from a third-person perspective, the game features a larger open world that can be freely explored by players. The game will not feature any waypoint and will allow players to explore on their own without guidance. Players can travel to different parts of the game's world quickly by riding a horse. An item that acts as a grappling hook will be available for players to access areas. Brody. Ooh, it's not just cause four, is it? It's not, no. Oh, no. An item that acts as a grappling hook available for players to access areas that are difficult to reach. The game will feature side quests and players 
and will feature side quests and players can interact with other characters. Players can engage in different confrontation with enemies using weapons such as, as a katana. They can also chain up to a series of fatal assaults after oh, highlighting the enemies. Shit. Alternatively, players can utilize stealth to evade from enemies and strike them silently. James? James? Oh, God. I don't even... Ghost of Shima? It is Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> we're still figuring out the pronunciation of that one. Um, it is, yeah. Ghost of Tsushima. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that was purely for those playing along at home. Brody has taken away the points this week. We're tying up first place once again, <sighs> James and Brody. <sighs> James, so it's all right, James. You've you fought hard to get that point. You came back, remember? You came back. This is just Brody challenging you once again. But you can do it. A week James. is too long. <laughs> I have faith in you. <laughs> uh, with that, let's bring an end to what was episode 143 of the Startcast. Subscribe to us on Podcast One, iTunes, or any other podcast service of your choice. Follow us at press.au and visit the site, of course, at press.com.au. You can join the conversation using hashtag the Startcast. Let us know which games you're most excited about from E3. Send us your suggestions for what the wiki, whatever they may be. Um, we've been joined today by James. Yes, you can find me on Twitter. I'm on the at jam, so A-T-J-A-M-Z. Also being joined today by Brody. <clears throat> Thank you. You can follow me on Twitter at Brody underscore DG. I've been your host, Ewan Roxbury. You can follow me on Twitter at Ewan underscore Roxborough. I hope I did Fortnite players justice out there on the Today FM breakfast show the other day when I got called up to be a video game expert. Clearly, they don't oh, listen really? to the podcast. Yeah, did you... Did you Missed that? I no, no, I had no idea. Yeah, I uh, I got called up to explain why people wet themselves while playing Fortnite, <laughs> and I right, yeah, did my best to explain that it was just an anomaly. It's not commonplace at all. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, until next time, happy gaming. Bye. Bye.